All topics covered here are for conversational purposes only and do not constitute financial advice. Please contact Mulcane Co. to receive advice on all matters from one of our professionals. Welcome back, listeners, to the FS360 podcast. Uh, stands for Financial Security 360. Um, and your host today is me, Gavin Nash. I'm joined here by financial planner in our Ballarat office, Tamara Vaudry. G'day, Tam. Hi, Gav. How are you going? Um, this is your second podcast with us. It is. You're becoming an expert. Oh, nearly there. One more, I reckon, and then I'll one, be an expert. One more. Look, look, our friend Danny down at our Geelong office, he won't be, he won't be um, letting go of the mantle too easily because he's done about... 10 or 12 podcasts, I reckon, now. so Yeah, he's good at it too, yeah. so he can keep the mantle for the time being. No, that's okay. That's just a bit of a dig at Danny because he'll be listening to this, so that's good. No doubt. Thanks for joining us, Tam. We're um, sitting up in sunny Ballarat today uh, talking about um, retirement today. So uh, this is episode 44, um, and for everyone that's uh, listening, uh, there'll be an article. Well, everything we speak about today will be on our news page of molkay.com.au. Um, there's a news tab at the top. Um, because some of the things we talk about t- today, Tam, will have some numbers involved. Yep. And sometimes um, people find it hard to sort of follow the podcast if there's some numbers th- getting thrown around. We do a case study at the end. Yep. So it's good to know that all that stuff's in writing on the website. So go and have a bit of a look and, and look through there. So yep. should be good. Yeah, makes it easy to read. So transition to retirement, Tam, we're going we're gonna to refer to it as the TTR. Yes. During this podcast because... That's going to get a mouthful by the time you say that 20 times, transition to retirement. Yeah. Uh, but I assume we're talking about people maybe maybe a little bit older in this podcast, Tam, are we? Yeah, so I suppose the word transition to retirement, it kind of explains it. It's when you're re- nearly ready to retire, but you're not quite there. So basically what a transition to retirement is, it's an income stream that a person that has reached their preservation age, which is 57 now, Um they're limited, they get limited access to their superannuation while they're still working. So basically you can start a TTR income stream by transferring some, most of the time the majority of your super balance, into an income stream pension. So you still need to retain a balance in your accumulation account because you're still working, you're still getting your employer contributions going in there. And Basically, what you can do is you can withdraw between 2 to 10% of your pension balance each year and the same rules still exist for your concessional and non-concessional caps to super as well. So if we, if we recap on that a little bit, Tam, so preservation age, that's an interesting one. I don't think anyone that hits 57 would love to be called... Uh, that it's their preservation age. Yeah, well, it that's has That's a financial term, obviously. It, it is definitely a financial yeah. term and... Yeah. Yeah, look, we generally look at transition to retirement pensions at age 60 um, because it is more tax effective. But if people do need it prior to the age of 60, that is that opportunity for those three years. Yep, yep. Um, And where does the word, where does it come from, preservation, I wonder? Is that just the Australian Tax Office made that up, did they? Yeah, it's just a super term that was made up years and years ago and, yeah, it has changed over time with the ages. It used to be 55, um, but, yeah, now it is 57 and... Look, it is a possibility it will change as times go on. And it's an important conversation to have, Tam, as we go forward. Danny spoke about this last week in our end of financial year um, uh, chat about on the podcast, the last episode, 43, just talking about, uh, you know, I think we've all got in our minds at 65 is when you retire and you just should think about it then. But there's all these, uh, you know, things open to you and and opportunities open to you from a tax point of view and – to make sure that in income and, you know, your asset there and your yep. investment, you know, when you retire is, is, is 
big as it can be. Um, so some of that stuff we can start doing from age 57 onwards is what you're saying here today. And then yep. some of it's more tax effective once you hit 60. Yeah, so. exactly. And look, as we always say to our clients, it's never too early to start planning for retirement. You yep. can be in your 20s and start planning. It's going to make it a lot easier when you do hit that magic number of that age. Yep. 60 or 65, depending on when you want to retire. Yep. Um, and look, it's pretty common at the moment. I've had quite a few new clients that are coming in that are around the 55 to 60 years and really want to plan for retirement and yep. yeah, put as much as they can into super and just get some advice on that. We're probably digressing a bit, Tam, but when, when you said your clients coming through the door, I see quite a few of the uh, new client inquiries that come through our website and quite a few people coming in saying, oh, look, I'm about to hit retirement age. I'd like to talk to a financial planner, but... Not that it's too late. It's never too late to get that financial advice or professional advice from one of the guys here. But uh, really, you know, what we're trying to do with some of this information we're bringing on the podcast is to bring people forward a little bit rather than um, think about some stuff a bit earlier than, oh, I'm coming into retirement in a couple of years. What do I do? You know, because sometimes yeah. a lot of your benefits might have already passed. You know? That's exactly right. Like if you're putting the extra money into super when you're 25 years of age and you'll continue that on until you're 65, your balance is going to be a lot higher than if you don't start doing that until you're 55 years of age. Because it's a little bit of catch up if you do start at 55. But as you said, never too late to put that plan in never place. Never too late. And I noticed on the news this morning, Tam, that um, the the mandatory contribution from employers is going up to 10.5% in July. Yeah, that's this a, year. Yep. So as of 1st of July, the your employer will put in 10.5%. And each year until it gets up to 12%, it will go up another half a percent. Wow. So that's um that's big for business owners, I suppose, but it's also you know because the cost to them, but it's also big for um we spoke about this last week with Danny, but big for uh, those people receiving that super because they're yep. getting half a percent in extra every year, which will then you know build over time. Yep. And yeah, as massive. we as we spoke about last week, there's nothing stopping you as a 20 year old or a 30 year old or a 40 year old from upping that and doing some of your own contributions as well. So, that's you know, exactly that, right. that 12% that's going to be in a couple of years' time, Tam, um, could easily be – you could round that up to 15 and say, look, I'm going to add another 3% myself. That's exactly um, right. And it could lead to early retirement as well. Absolutely, which yeah. Which people love the words of. <laughs> early retirement, that's great. And that takes us on to the next part of what we're talking about today, Tam, with the, uh, the topic of transitioning. But um, when would you adopt a TTR strategy? Like, wh- why would you do that? So there's a few different reasons you'd do the strategy. So one of the main ones is if, let's say that you're working 35 hours a week um, and you wanted to drop down your hours or working full-time even, what you can do is you can drop down a day, maybe two days, and then use your income from your TTR to top up your income. Okay. So you're not actually losing any money week to week. So it's an opportunity to work a bit less coming yep. into retirement and that may be not your choice. It might, might be health or something like that yep. where you have to reduce hours. Um, and it also helps you save tax as well, Tam. And yes. Maybe pay so off a lump sum of some kind. Yeah. One of the other benefits is you might continue working full time but what you want to do is actually you've got a home loan still outstanding and your goal is to pay off your home loan prior to retirement but you don't know how to do that. So what you can do, why you do have a TTR, one thing to keep in mind is you can only withdraw up to 10% of your pension amount. Yep. So what that looks like, let's say you've got 200000 in your pension phase, you can only take out $20,000 each year. So let's say you've got a home loan of $100,000 left, you've got five years left of retirement. 
what you can do is take out that $20,000 lump sum, pay it off your home loan. So it's coming out of your super fund um, because you've already turned 60? Yep. It's coming out of your super and paying a lump sum off your home loan. Exactly. Yeah, trying to reduce that debt before you get to the age where you're not working anymore. That's exactly right. So one of the other benefits of a TTR as well is all about tax saving. Like, let's all admit, we all love tax saving. <laughs> so <laughs> Nobody doesn't like it. That's exactly right. <laughs> Everybody so likes it. <laughs> always better to have it in your own pocket than into exactly. the tax man's. Yeah, yeah perfect. So and how do we do that, Tam? What's the best way there? So same strategy is what it is for when if you've got a home loan to pay off except you're taking out your twenty thousand dollars or however much it is and you're actually making a using those funds to make a lump sum contribution to super so what you're basically doing is taking it out and putting it back in so a recontribution strategy and you're basically getting a tax deduction on that twenty thousand dollars so rather than paying at your marginal tax rate you pay it at the super tax rate, which is 15%. And Danny mentioned this last week, but look, some people's, if you're on a pretty good executive wage by the time you're this age, Tam, yep. your um, your marginal tax rate might be up above 40%. You That's know. exactly right. Um, a lot of people's are at least in the 20s and 30s. So um, yep. 15%'s, you know, at least Massive. half, maybe a third of that. So yeah, it's definitely a, ta- a, a tax-effective way to do it. That's it. But the most important thing to think of that as well is you do have your contribution caps which at the moment is 27500 does include your employer contribution as well. Yep, yep. So we need to make sure you're not going over yep. your cap. So always good to get independent financial advice yeah. in regards to that too. And we do say that a bit here, Tam, just because, you know, um, we do offer the service here, of course, but uh, some of this stuff, it's good to know that it's around, but if you don't understand it 100% or how to go about it, the yep. idea is to come in and see one of the financial planners. That's exactly right. It's um, very, very easily to go over that cap, um, and then you do end up paying excess cash, like tax on it as well if you yeah, go yeah. over the cap. So always good to have a chat with one of the financial planners. That defeated the purpose of doing the whole thing, hasn't it? So it has. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, you are saying here in the article, Tam, that you, know, you can use your TTR to save on tax you know, by salary sacrificing. So do you want to run us through that? So what salary sacrificing is, is basically using your before-tax income and putting it into super. And then you're not paying your tax on that amount. So let's say your salary sacrificed $10,000 into super. That comes off your income prior to charging tax on it. So let's say your At income... your marginal tax rate. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So let's say your, tax, your taxable income is 100000 You put $10,000 extra into super via salary sacrifice. You only paid tax at $90,000 in your own name. Yep, yep. Um, people might be used to the word salary sacrifice for other things, you know, yep. throughout their work life. But this is the idea is that once you get to – is it only for people over 60, Tam? Is that one of the rules? No. Or? So salary sacrifice can be done by anyone. Oh, really? Anytime? Yeah. Yep. yep. So you can salary sacrifice up to – and it, but does that still fall into that 27500 per year? It does. Yep. Look, there's other – rules that you can use some carry forward contributions it is getting into the more technical side detailed yeah, yeah. um so that's why it's great to have a chat with a financial planner just for your just situation because what exactly. we're trying to do on the podcast is give people some general info with some round numbers yep. but your own specific information you know individual you know situation is going to going to matter isn't it yeah like there's a possibility that you've got Carry forward, con- carry forward contributions from previous years, mm-hmm. um, but we you do need to talk to someone to make sure what ability you do have to contribute because the last thing you want to do is go over your cap and pay additional tax. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and 
things like that salary sacrifice you're saying here in the article that, you know, if you're over 60, you pay no tax on that amount at all. Is that right? You do for the salary sacrifice. So if you're contributing a before-tax contribution, you're always going to pay that 15% inside super. Okay. But it's going to be better. Just not marginal tax rate at 30 or 40, whatever it is. Yeah, so you could be saving yourself 15 to 20% tax. And um, we've spoken about this before on a few different um, podcasts with some different people, Tam, but I think people need to consider their super as – their overall investment basket, you know. Yeah. Um, so if, you, if you're paying some tax back here when you're 60 or 57 or whatever, you know, um, and if you can save some tax back here, it's just adding to your bucket. Yes, that some of that bucket's not available to you until you retire, but it's still adding to your overall, you know, investment yeah. strategy and what your, your bucket of money is going to be. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, like, yes, you pay tax when you contribute that money to super, but if you're over the age of 60, let's say you take $10,000 out as a pension payment, that doesn't form part of your taxable income. So you don't pay tax at your marginal tax rate for that. So you're saving tax in that side. Yep. And is that because you've paid tax on the way in, so they're not going to tax you um, as an income on the way out? Is it's just right? the magic number. It's the number. <laughs> if you're 57 you set up a TTR, then yep. you still pay tax. So basically that 10000 that comes out of super, yep. then that does form part of your taxable income. Okay. That's yep. why we generally like to wait till age 60, 60 yep. because then you don't get taxed. It could be an opportunity, it. though, for anyone in their 50s or getting into their late 50s to come in and have an appointment and actually plan it all out. Oh, definitely. Because then you'll, you'll have a good, clear knowledge of what, what dollars they've got yep. available and then what date's coming up that you're going to do what. Yeah, what um, are those magic dates that we can put that plan into place? Yep. and Good get, opportunity. Yeah, that's it. I suppose the main one of the things you need to consider also if you're setting up a TTR, you're not recontributing that pension payment into super, it is going to eat into your super balance. Yep, so it is so going to reduce because you're taking it out of your super. That's yeah. exactly right. You're taking it out before you do retire, so you are going to have a smaller super balance at time of retirement. So, that's but, the, but I suppose the benefits are the idea is that you might be able to work less um, yep. and that might be, a, as I said earlier, it could be a health issue or you just don't want to work as much. Yeah. You might have plenty in super, but, you know, you want to work a little bit less now. Yeah. But also paying off that home loan or something which is causing you, you know, interest anyway. That's um, exactly right. And you might pay on. it off in a couple of years and then you can put a higher amount in super to catch up on those miscontributions in a tax-effective way. Yep, yep. So the idea is, yeah, if, if you're paying that lump sum off and you're paying your home loan off three or four years earlier, yep. um, yeah, any income that, you used, that you're still getting that you used to put on your home loan, you can chuck that into super and, you yep. know, you might be able to sort of make that back up again. That's exactly you've saved right. you saved yourself the trouble of um, paying the interest, so. Yeah, and yeah. it is a something that clients do hate is having debt. Really? Yeah, yeah, it is just a big thing. They want to know when how you to retire. Get yeah, because yeah, the last thing they want is debt when they retire. Is yeah, because your income loan. is obviously you know hampered. Yeah. Um, the older you get, so yeah, that idea of you know when you when you're in your say thirties or forties, Tam, you might think, oh, I'll just work harder. Yeah. I'll make some more money. But once you retire, I suppose yeah, that sort of uh, we've all probably had older parents or grandparents that sort of get a little bit stingy in their old age but yep. that's probably because they know i can't just go and work 40 hours next week that's exactly right again you know so um yeah physical things pop into it you know because of your age and all that sort of stuff too so yeah what about clients tam that aren't 60 um you've mentioned here that they'll pay tech um, tax on the pension income yeah so just what we were talking about before mm. is they don't get that it's it does form part of their taxable income anything they take out of yep. Super. So, they so don't that's that sort of 57 preservation age through to 60. Exactly. Yeah. 
but yeah, they're still going to pay tax on. They're that. still going to pay yep. tax. So yeah, anything they take out forms part of their taxable income. Yep, yep. And I think if you asked anyone, Sam, could you, you know, let's try in in this situation you've got in the article about let's pay your home loan off in the next three years rather than eight, which is yep. what you might have scheduled left with the bank. Yep. Um, I think everyone would say yes to that, wouldn't they? Yeah, it's pretty uncommon that they'd say no yeah, to that. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think there's a real um, in Australia anyway. Uh, there's a real sort of um, I don't know. It's like a uh, emotional benefit to owning your own home. Yeah, you know, isn't there? Like even if you decide yeah to downsize it, and we've spoken about downsizing on other podcasts too, and what you can do with that money. But the idea of I own this property. I've spent my life paying it off. Um, there's a real sort of pat on the back moment there, isn't there? Too? Yeah, there so, definitely is. Yeah, you'd have a few emotional people coming in saying, great, I've got rid of that home yeah. loan. You know, I've had it since I was uh, 25 or whatever. So Yeah, it's definitely a big weight off a lot of people's cl- shoulders to have that all paid off. And yeah, like as you were saying before, you're going to have all this surplus cash that you're paying onto your home loan. Then the question is, what do we do with this now? Yes. And that's when you do catch up on your yeah, payments that you've taken out of your yep. super. Yep. And just start to recontribute it, save on tax. So, yeah, yep. lots of benefits from there. Absolutely. Nice one. So, transitioning to retirement, TTR. Sounds interesting, Tam. And um, for, as I said earlier, guys, for anyone that's um, not following all the numbers, uh, it's all on our news page uh, of our website. Um, Tam, I've asked you to come in today with a case study just yep. to help people understand uh, what this is and, okay. and how would it work f- for somebody in a situation. So can you take us through your case study and um, see what the listeners can pick up from it? Yeah, so just a really straightforward one, easy numbers. So let's say Gary, he's 60 years of age. He's earning $75,000 a year from his job and he also has 250000 in his super fund. So he wants to cut back his hours. He's currently working 35 hours and he wants to drop it down to 25 hours. In doing so, he's going to reduce his salary from 75000 to 55000 So what he wants to do is he doesn't want to lose that income to what he's getting. He needs so he sort of still needs what he's earning every week. He just wants yeah. to work a bit less. Exactly. Yep. So it's all about developing a strategy so he gets that. So what we can do in that case is that's when we set up a TTR for him. So if we set up a TTR, what he'd need to do is to keep that same weekly pay that he's getting now is we'd withdraw 13885 from his TTR and he'd just use that as a surplus, or not a surplus, but just to top up his cash flow each week. Yep. The other benefit of that, he's going to save money on tax because that, call it $14,000 that he's withdrawing from pension, he's not paying his marginal tax rate on as he would be if he was earning that from his right. income. As and that's job. because he's already turned 60. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So perfect. You've provided a bit of a table there, Tam. So anyone that jumps on the news page will see that. But you, you're basically saying that you know, you know, he was earning seventy five. Um, if he cuts his hours down by ten a week, he's only really at fifty three thousand a year. Yep. But he adds his, let's say fourteen thousand yep. to it, and he gets him back up to the same uh, take home pay. Yeah, and he, he saves. Yeah, well, he saves. Oh, what's it work out? Probably about seven and a half thousand dollars in tax that he's paying. So yeah. yeah. Yep. Massive amount. Yeah, excellent. And look, for whatever reason, Gary, we're not sure why. Um, it, it's an example, but you know, uh, he wants to get from thirty-five hours down to twenty-five a week. So for yep. whatever reason, that could be health, that could be fitness, it could be anything. You know, could just um, be lifestyle as well. Like it's yeah. it is lifestyle. A lot wants of people golf. want to take. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Wants to go and look after his grandkids a day a week or yep. something. You know, so um, that 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 sounds really good. And that. $7,500 tax saving. Um, I know we spoke about it with Danny last week for anyone that listened to that episode, but that $7,500, that's what we're talking about 
adding it into your – that's the bit that you're not losing that yep. goes into your bucket. You that's know, exactly that right. End, so. Yeah, always a bonus. Yes, exactly. So it does come at a price though, Tam. You're saying here that soup – it you know, obviously he's taking out that, let's say, $14,000 out of his super. So Yep. So it is going to mean that his super is going to start to dwindle a little bit quicker yep. than if he wasn't taking that out. So he's just got to consider that for the future. Um, and that's where sometimes age pension will come into play as well. Yep. So yep. at the moment, age pension is eligible at age 67, but then it does work on income tests and asset tests. So sure. that's a probably a different story for yes. another day. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, they're the type of things that we do consider when we're yeah. setting up the TTR. So you're looking TTR. at holistically at the whole situation. Definitely. Not, not, not just the TTR. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. So we've got to look at the whole picture to see what that'll look like in his future. How do we make maintain this income for him in the future years as well sure. so he doesn't get to 70 years of age and has no money to live on? It, even making sense to me, Tam. And oh, that's, that's saying something because I often say to our <laughs> listeners that I'm not a very financially minded person. So yeah. if it makes sense to me, um, it's going to make sense to the to the listeners. So the other benefits, um, Tam, you've got down in the article? Yeah, so like they're probably pretty similar to what we've been speaking about. We've probably touched on them. So just the recontribution strategies. So that's when we're talking about making the salary sacrifice contributions to super yep. um, just to top it up and save on that tax saving. Um, and of course, you know, once you hit 60 um, or if you fully retire, you know, you get full access to your super balance. So there's no sort of maximum pension payment either. Yeah, so I suppose what I touched on before, your maximum pension amount while you're in TTR is 10%. So at the moment through COVID, the government has changed the minimum amounts as well. So for a TTR, at the moment, the minimum is 2% that you have to take out of your pension each right. year. Yep. It was 4% prior to this. It's possible it'll go back up. It was supposed to go up next financial year, but the government have extended it again. Yep. Um, so once you hit, let's say you hit 60 and you decide, yep, had enough, going to fully retire. What happens to your TTR, it actually changes over to what's known as account-based pension. So what that means is you've got full access to super. You don't have to stick to that 10%. Right. And it is all tax-free as well. Um, 65 is kind of the magic number for super as well. So let's say you've got your transition to retirement, you're still working full-time. Once you hit 65... Basically, it all changes over to account-based pension, all tax-free, 100% access to your super balances too. Yep. So th- this is where, um, and I know there's, you know, in the media there's been things getting floated around, Tam, like oh, 70 is the new retirement age or whatever, but it's yep. important to know that the financial planners, you guys, understand what all these different ages mean. Yeah, um, And exactly. how you can plan for them. So it's definitely, you know, if, if you're going to do one thing coming into this age, bracket it would be to make sure that your finances are in order yeah definitely make sure you're planning for the future and like working out what income do you need in retirement everyone is not the same so you can't say everyone's going to need fifty thousand. everyone's going to need a hundred thousand some people are planning overseas trips other people are planning to stay at home for the rest of their retirement because that's what they enjoy doing yep so yeah very important to get a plan in place and and look, the TTR, what we've been talking about today, guys, um, listeners, is transition to retirement. So this is just one little element. Yep. Um, if you're a regular listener in the podcast, you'll understand that we've gone through quite a few different strategies over yep. time. But as as we always say, Tam, um, you know, individual situations are different. So come in and see a, a financial planner. We've got financial planners, um, listeners in all of our offices, um, Australia-wide. So um, jump on the website and find your local office. Um, Thanks, Tam. That's great. 
Thanks. No worries. Thanks for having me. Thanks for running through the um, the TTRs for us. Um, as I mentioned, guys, all those numbers, the case study, uh, will all be on the website under news tab. Um, and also a reminder that our last episode 43 was with Danny Archer talking about end of financial year. Um, so that's only, oh, it's about... It's about six weeks six away now. Six and a half weeks or something? Yes. So, yeah, so we haven't got long to go. So just um, jump on and have a bit of a listen to that one or make an appointment with one of our planners. Yep. Um, Tam, I wanted to finish off today with a couple of... Um, we're going to reintroduce a couple of sections to the podcast. Because, okay. um, yeah, what one's called Win of the Week. So we're going to run with um, something great that's happened in the business this week. So, Tam, as you know, I run the marketing division here at yep. Rolcane Co. So there's five of us in marketing. Um, and we're excited this week to launch a, an online store. So okay. um, we do web design and um, the w- online store, I'm happy to give them a plug, is called fraibon.com.au, F-R-A-I-S-B-O-N.com.au. So that's a female, a women's um, bags store. So they've developed their own product okay. and they're an insulated fashion, women's fashion bag. Oh, so something you're happy to take to work, Tam, on your arm. Yep. Um, and the idea is it's for those sort of uh, women working or um, at uni and you don't want to take two bags. You don't want to take your lunch in a little insulated bag yep. and then have your, your bag with all your stuff in it for work. Yep. So these bags, um, different sizes, but they've actually got insulated pockets in them. So you can have Handy. your work stuff in one side and your food and all your insulated stuff in the other. Oh. So you don't have... The old idea where, you know, the mayonnaise comes out You don't need three handbags. Yeah, exactly. You don't need <laughs> extra bags. Or if you've thrown your sandwiches with the mayonnaise and the glad wrap yep. in with your work stuff, it doesn't it get leaks. mixed up. So, yep. so yeah, Fraybon, F-R-A-I-S-B-O-N.com.au. And just for the techies out there, it's using uh, Shopify, which is a, a big international platform for okay. um, online stores. So Shopify is really, really well known and widely used I've across the world. I've even heard of that one. Have you? Yeah. Shopify, yep. yes. Um, everything seems to be... If I or something yes. at the end, doesn't it? It is. That's the way it goes we now. We do proposals at work here, Tam, and we've got one called Proposify <laughs> for the proposals. <laughs> Crazy. But um, importantly, it uses full e-commerce. So the idea okay. is that you can jump on and pay with PayPal, credit card, whatever. So That's what you need. Um, yeah, so it's sort of the idea of a lot of these online stores is to make the purchase as simple as possible. Yep. And, as um, an online shopper, I can contest to yes. that. I'm very big online shopper yes so and i think that the good thing is too tam um that the site's got some things built into the back of it like you've probably done this where you jump online and you you get halfway through or you get stuff in your cart and yep. you're about to check out and you think oh no i'll think about that overnight yeah um this website and the shopify store has got some clever bits in there that where it'll send you an email and say look this thing's still in your car. Just cart. to remind you yeah. that it's there. Do you yep. want to do you want to come back and purchase it? So, some of those things uh, are all set up. Yep. Um And yeah, so now it's going quite well for the for the clients. So yeah, Freybond.com.au. So that's our win of the week, Tam. I have to have a look at it. I've patted myself on the back a bit there, but anyway, <laughs> good job, um, Gab. Thank you. And uh, one of the other things is uh, a section, a uh, little segment called "Things We've Learned." And things we've learned, Tam, we're gonna, I'm going to bring this back to the podcast. This is something we used to do early days. But yep. things we've learned. And this week um, we're going to talk about something you're involved in here too, Tam, with being yep. on the social committee yes. at the Ballarat office. But um, we're doing a uh, biggest morning tea next Thursday, the 19th of May. Yeah, so we've done it ever since I've been at the business. We've done biggest morning tea. It's always a success. Um, we have reached out to the rest of the building as well. So it's... I remember last year through COVID, it was probably one of the 
first events that we'd seen it each was other. Too, yeah, so I yeah, remember. it was So just for everyone listening, in the Ballarat office anyway, there's four different tenants in this building. We're one and yeah. then there's three others. So yeah, we invite the other tenants along, don't we? Yeah, we do. Always yeah. good to have a chat with people we probably don't see very often. Yep. Um, and I know some of our other officers are also partaking in a biggest morning tea. I know Mildura last year um, participated with one at Stefano's restaurant up there okay. in Mildura, which he's a client of ours as well. So, yeah. um, and what's the biggest morning tea? It's it's about social interaction, having a bit of a morning tea with your workmates, yep. but it's also got a, a fundraising component too. Yes, too. so it's all to do with Cancer Council. Um, so all proceeds are 100% donated to Cancer Council for research, ongoing research. Yeah, nice one. I think there's not too many people in Australia that haven't been touched by cancer in some way, so that okay. cancer research is important, isn't it? Very important. Um, and excited to announce that Mulcahy... And co every year, including this year, yep. will be matching every dollar for dollar. Yeah, so which is fantastic. Yeah, so if whatever the staff come in and donate, or our, our other tenants, co-tenants here in the building, whatever we donate, Mulcahy and Co will match it yep. and, and double it. So yeah, so there'll fantastic. be uh, a, a double amount going to the Cancer Council. Um, and also, if there's any listeners out there that just, I know you probably can't come to, can't get along to our uh, morning tea next Thursday, yeah, uh, the nineteenth of May here at the Ballard office. But uh, if you wanted to uh, donate, we'll put a link up to um, on the article page and the podcast page on the website. So yeah, you can, that'd be great. Yeah, you can you can link through and donate there as well, Tam. So things we've learned this week is that it's coming up to be the biggest morning tea next week. Yes, very exciting. Something to look forward to. Yeah, lo- lovely. And there's always. Um, there's always someone that's gone a bit over the top with cupcake design or something, yeah, isn't there? there you know, there's is. always someone that you look and you think, how the hell did you make those? And when did you have time you to get, do those? When did you get time to do all that? But It's definitely not me. Thankfully someone does it. Yes. I'm good at going to Woolies on the way yeah. and buying those little cupcakes in the, there's like 24 of them in a tray. That's what I'm good at doing too. Put them on the table. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's all It all gets eaten. That's exactly right. Yeah. Everyone will eat it. And the idea is that you just come along and have a bit of fun and you know, donate a few dollars here and there to Yeah, that's exactly right. Council, all so. Great cause, so... Yeah, and it was um yeah it was topical to sort of bring that up with Tam on because you are part of our social committee team. So I you am. You help organise it every year, so yeah, we do. Thanks for all you do there. Um, well, that's it, listeners, for episode forty four of the FS three sixty podcast. Um, you've been talking with Tamara Vaudry from our Ballarat office. She is a financial planner and host Gavin Nash. See you all next time. Thanks, Tam. Thanks, Gav. You've been listening to the FS360 podcast brought to you by Mulcahy Co. Financial Security 360 is at the centre of what we do at Mulcahy Co. If you'd like to speak to one of our professionals about a range of individual and business needs, give us a call.